Hi, and welcome to Stressed, the podcast to develop your stress resilience. Being ambitious and successful while living a happy life is possible. Learn how you can better cope with stress in day-to-day -day situations by applying tools and techniques that work for you. My name is Julia Arndt, and I'm extremely grateful that you decided to check out my podcast today. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome back to Stressed, the podcast to develop your stress resilience. I am beyond grateful that you decided to check out my podcast today. Thank you so much for listening on a weekly basis. I so appreciate it. And I'm so excited to hear from you on a, on a regular basis. And I'm hearing from more and more of you. And it's always such a pleasure. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your encouraging words, for always being so friendly, for always being curious about learning new ways of how to deal with stress. I really, I, I can't be happy and I can't feel more grateful for you. So thank you. So that is exactly the reason why today we're going to speak about your questions. Because I had a lot of questions in the last couple of weeks that have um, reached me and I'm always really, really excited to answer them. And usually I get back to you, of course, one-to-one. -one, but I also want to share a few with you today because I think it's just so important to share them with a broader audience because I'm sure a lot of people would like to know what kind of tools and things you can use in certain situations. So here we go. The first question that I received was, since I worked at Google, um, where expectations are really high um, to employees, how, how do we not let stress manifest in our minds automatically? And the question was especially about like the pressure of delivering and how to deal with expectations and stress at the same time. And that is a really, really good question. And I love that, that, you know, that one of you asked me this question. So I wanted to share this with you. So first of all, when I read this question, I was thinking I can so relate to this because yes, I worked at Google and yes, it was a high pressure, high competitive environment. And we had certain goals that we had to achieve on a quarterly basis. We reported back to our managers on a weekly basis. We got performance evaluations on a three months basis later than at a, on a six months basis. But yeah, you're constantly evaluated. And of course that creates pressure. So um, when you are in this competitive environment, it is really true that you are that you are just kind of getting getting sucked into that without maybe even realizing at the beginning right especially at companies like google or any other tech companies i'm sure it's the same thing you're working with highly ambitious and highly intelligent people and you are all there for a reason right because those companies only hire the best and the brightest but that can also create a lot of pressure on you And um, so when, when you get into a company and everybody is working really hard and everybody has the same goals, everybody wants the next promotion and the next pay raise. And of course, also the pat on the back from the managers and from the leadership team, it creates a lot of stress on, our, on ourselves. And so the question of this beautiful human being here was how to, how to cope with that. Um, how to balance between being productive and delivering 
um, great things and keeping the and you know meeting the expectations of your management team while keeping your stress at bay. And the first thing that I always have to say, and I know <laughs> it kind of sucks to say it, but change always starts within yourself. How often do we think, oh, if only my environment would change, if only the expectations of my manager would be different, if only um, I wouldn't need to report on my performance in the next three months, if only something outside of me would be different, then things would be better and things would be different. Guess what? This is not really the best and most helpful way to look at things because you cannot really change your external environment. It starts within yourself. And so you should ask yourself the question, what can I do in order to, um, to, to change that for myself? How can I step maybe out of that hamster wheel and that constant cycle of pressure and expectations that, that might leave a mark on myself? And how can I cope with that? And there's obviously short-term strategies and long-term strategies that you can use when you're finding yourself in a cycle like that. Short-term, when you are feeling a lot of pressure in a certain situation during the day, then you can, for example, take a break. Um, and you can change your perspective while going for, for a walk in nature. I talked about this a lot before, but basically you should do what you love in order to recharge. Um, because when we are already on this high level of stress, we are feeling a lot of negative emotions and that is not really helpful. So we probably won't find the perfect answer to our problem in that exact situation. We need to take a break. And that's why in the short term, that's always that's always a quick fix, right? Like we're taking care of ourselves. Maybe we completely try to change our, our thoughts um, by doing something different and then we revisit the problem again. And then in the long term, you should totally ask yourself to be totally honest and transparent. Well, ask yourself if you are okay to operate in an environment like that. Can you withstand the pressure? Can you withstand and meet the expectations on a regular basis. Are you learning enough? Are you doing what you love? Are you passionate about your project? And if the answer is yes, then that's great. And then try to reassess, you know, the expectations of yourself and, you know, try to see the pressure from a different perspective. But at the same time, you could ask yourself the question, or maybe you ask, uh, sorry, <laughs> maybe you answer that question with a no. Maybe you say, in the long term, this is not really what I want because maybe I'm a more sensitive person. Maybe I'm not 100% doing what I love. So I, I would probably choose a different job in the future. Maybe I'm looking for a new role or a new team where there is less pressure and less expectation. So I think that is really, really important because we need to be true to ourselves. And sometimes we are really stressed out because we have to make a decision to bring a, a big change into our lives that actually makes us feel better. And I'm saying this and I'm thinking, well, here I am talking about this because I had to make this big decision to leave Google, right? Because there, there is like these, you know, there is these expectations, there is this constant 
um, constant performance evaluations. There is a certain pressure, of course, and we also always create the pressure on ourselves. But at the end of my role and at the end of my journey at Google, I didn't honestly really enjoy what I was doing anymore. And it wasn't really connected to my purpose anymore. I thought I loved the company and I totally identified with the brand. And it was so difficult for me to make this decision. And it took took a really long time to make this decision and also to find something that I'm so invested and connected in that I was daring to take that step. But I had to make this decision. And I know... Uh, you know, you might have listened to my podcast episode where I'm talking about why I decided to leave Google, but I basically went back to Google after my medical leave and I went back into that same cycle. And, you know, I knew that it was my own reality loop, but I also knew that it wasn't really any, it wasn't any, it wasn't what I wanted to do anymore. Let's say it like that. And so I went back and I commuted and I was doing a job that I wasn't really fully invested and connected with. I knew that I wanted to live in Tahoe. I knew that I wanted to be my own boss. So I had to make the decision to leave the company. And that's okay as well, you know? Um, that's totally okay. It's okay that you maybe want to do something different. And sometimes this decision can be really freaking hard. And I totally get it. I totally get it. And you don't have to make this decision from today to tomorrow. This decision can take you a year or two years or three years. And that's okay too. Because when you're making such a huge decision in your life, you want to make sure that, that you're doing the right thing. And so, yeah, so if you're finding yourself in an environment and you say, yes, I want to stay in this company, I'm fully invested, I'm doing a job that I'm extremely passionate about, that matches my skills, then find ways of how to cope with stress, right? And we're talking a lot about different tools and techniques of how you can manage stress. And, and it's just about create, creating these new habits and it's about creating new patterns and I'm smiling because you know I just recorded module number three for my eight-week online stress management coaching program and we're talking exactly about these different things we're talking about how where stress comes from we're talking about why we have certain limiting beliefs and where they come from and how we can challenge them so yeah, so I would totally recommend you to look into the eight-week online program as well if you're interested. It's so beautiful. I'm so excited to build this program for you and develop the program. We have four modules where we're focusing on mastering self and we're diving really deep into, you know, where stress comes from. I already mentioned that. What are your limiting beliefs? How you can create habits? Before we are moving over to the second part, which is four modules about Mastering your workplace, mastering your work environment, mastering your work relationships and mastering organizational changes because this all happens to us and that's it's totally normal and there are ways of how you can how you can navigate and where you cannot feel frustrated and where you can really make changes in your life and not get stressed by them. So yeah, so this is just a side note, um, a little advertising for my own program, but I just totally believe in it. And you know, stress is not a quick fix. I'm sorry. There is obviously um, quick tools that you can use to, um, on, on a quick basis to kind of recharge and relax. But stress management, and I say this all the time <laughs> because I'm totally convinced about it, is a skill and stress management needs to be learned. Think about 
when you started to learn how to walk or you started to learn how to code or you started to learn a new language did you learn it in in a day or two or three or a week or a month no you didn't and stress is the same way so so yeah you need to be a little bit patient with um creating your stress management skill but i totally believe that you will get there again just a side note um what i the next question let's talk about the next question the next question that i received was do we need to really turn to spirit spirituality in order to deal with stress at work or are there small remedies that can also do the trick <laughs> and i love this question thank you so so much for asking this question because i'm trying to be careful to not bring my spirituality in here even though I am a spiritual person and I do believe in mindfulness, I do believe in meditation and yoga, but this is not what you need to do in order to manage your stress. Absolutely not. There are so many different tools out there that you can use in order to manage stress. And for me, honestly, the biggest change to stress management and the biggest thing that will bring change in your life is personal development self-awareness and so this is so funny because i i talked just with another person as well last week <laughs> i just met a new person and he said to me oh you're a stress management coach i'm really stressed as well so what do you usually um, recommend to do exercise and eat healthy and this is like the two things and the two expectations i always get from people either it is i need to exercise and eat healthy and i already know that but i don't and the second assumption and um, belief that I always get from people is I need to meditate and do yoga in order to manage my stress. Well, people, let me tell you, none of these is true. You don't need to do either four of these things in order to manage your stress. It's such an important message from me to you because I firmly believe in it. At the end of the day, it's about knowing yourself and it's about knowing how you can recharge and how you can take care of yourself. And I know that I have a couple of different topics and a couple of different podcasts that I already brought out around self-care, about recharging, about creating routines and rituals. And all of these things are ways, non-spiritual, non-exercise and food related that you can do in order to manage your stress. But at the end of the day, and again, I'm sorry that I'm relating to this, but it's, I guess, a lot in my head today because I just worked on my stress management program. But this is exactly what you learn in the stress management program. You learn about how you create new change, new patterns, new habits in your life that have been in, in there for many years. This is usually what stresses us. At the end of the day, we have external stressors and we have internal stressors. Usually the internal stressors, so our own beliefs, our own things that we believe other people expect of us are, are stressing us. And, and it is really important to know that you can tackle that by self-development, by personal development, by learning about yourself and bringing long-lasting changes into your life. I totally believe in that. So yeah, so I'm trying to be careful to not bring into my spirituality. And so if you want to know a couple of other different tools, is um, obviously what you can do is, for example, to disconnect from your devices for five minutes and get a glass of water. Because so often we are dehydrated and if 
puts a lot of stress on our body if we are and you might start to feel you know unmotivated you might start to feel unproductive and tired um so drinking water is really important even though i know it's 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 about like it's the health health and eating part that comes in here um you can read a book or watch a funny mo funny movie or funny video to get another perspective you can talk to a friend don't talk to your friend complaining about work because that can just kind of accumulate that stress in your body but talk about something fun talk about a plan make a plan for a vacation make a plan to go somewhere um, book book a movie ticket um, the list is really endless because it is about what you enjoy doing and it is about what what you do in order to recharge so no um, stress management is not you just you don't have to turn to spirituality in order to manage your stress i hope that made it very very clear and again um, quick side note in the eight week online program i actually give you a list of 100 things you can do to release stress okay and then the next question that i got was when you started your entrepreneurial journey how did you deal with the risk of being of my business um, turning into a failure um, and yeah because this is really scary right and that's a big stressor as well and I love that question as well because it's so honest and I'm sure that there there might be some people that are listening and that have also the thought of like hey maybe I'll do my own thing but it's really scary and I, I don't really dare to take the step so um, honestly I never really thought about failing um, because I got to a point where I was really convinced that people needed me. I thought that I had an important message that I wanted to bring into the world, which is it is extremely important to be preventive in your stress management instead of reactive. And that stress management is a skill that everyone can learn. And so, yeah, and you know, it took me a long time again, like this didn't happen overnight, guys <laughs> and girls. Like this is something that took me a while to get to, but at the point when I was there, I was so connected to my passion. I was so connected to that purpose of helping people learn about how to manage stress that I didn't think about failing. And, you know, maybe just a few of you know this, but I had actually done, I had worked on two other side companies before I, uh, I founded Blue Mountain Mindfulness. And both of these businesses, I failed I mean you can say failed or I decided to discontinue them because it didn't really make me happy and it wasn't really this it wasn't really connected to my purpose but I had already some experience definitely in the entrepreneurial space um, and then finally I have of course I had of course thought about doing that and I had thought about a support system I had some savings I do still have some savings in my bank account because it's only been three and a half months that I've been on my own. And guess what? You're not making, <laughs> you're not making a great amount of money from today to tomorrow and, uh, you know, start to, to be self-sufficient. You gotta have some savings. So, so be smart when you are thinking about going the entrepreneurial route and you're thinking about doing your own business, which I can, I, I love it. I can, you know, if you're thinking about this, I can just encourage you to do it. Um, but be smart about it. Make sure that, you know, there's a huge audience. I know like there, there's we're, the US alone spends $300 billion 
in the productivity loss because of a lack of recovery. I know that 8 out of 10 Americans are stressed because of work. And so, yes, I am totally believing that I have a huge audience, but I obviously made sure that I that I was aware of these numbers. I made sure that I have a plan in place and I know what I want to do. And then finally, I had some savings in my bank account. And finally, the last thing that I want to say is that even if this fails, I don't think of it as failure. I mean, I've learned already so many things. I've already made so many beautiful connections. I have such a wonderful network that is so supportive of me. And even if in a few months or in a year, which totally honestly, I don't believe this is going to happen, but who knows because life just sometimes happens and we don't know where we're gonna go, else it would be boring. I, I don't really believe in failing. And even if I would fail, then I just believe I have such a rich amount of experiences that I'm taking away from this that, again, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't consider myself as, as, as failing in this business endeavor. And so, so yeah, I'm not, really, I'm not really stressed about my business. I am, of course, about certain parts, but I'm not, I'm not asking that big question about can it work or can it not work because I totally believe a lot of people need help and I want to help you. And I really believe that stress management is a skill that everyone can learn. I really, really believe in it. And if you have something that you believe in, then go and do it because we need you. We need people like you in the world that help others. And there are so many people out there. I, I talk to a lot of people as well that do very similar things to me. And, you know, my first thought and feeling is always, oh my God, like, are they like they're my competitors and they're going to take away clients but everybody has has its unique authentic way to go go out into the world and to do and and show things differently and there's you know how many how many billion people live in the world today i think don't quote me on that but eight or nine billion people you can tell me that you can leave that in the comments section of my instagram post the next time um but you know, there's so many people out there. We are all going to have work. And even if, and I also believe that I, I'm actually happy when I meet people that are doing similar things than I do, because then it's, it's just more people that work on the same mission. And at the end of the day, my mission is to help people. And no matter if it's going to be me or somebody else, or they connect to a different tool better, or that they connect to, to an app, a mindful app, or they're connecting to a different coach, well, good for them. At the end of the day, the most important thing that counts is that people are being helped um, and that people grow and people understand what personal development means and they take this a little bit scary path and and make these amazing changes in their life to, to live a happier, relaxed life. So yeah, so this is um, it from me today. I think these are the three questions that I wanted to share with you. Um, I had I got another question and I just want to mention it. I really want to do a podcast about highly sensitive people. It's a topic and I think it's probably the third time and that's why the next time I should actually really do it that I'm mentioning that I want to do a podcast on highly sensitive people because I am myself an empath and a highly sensitive person. Um, but I'm really geeky about this topic and I want to do some research to really give you a lot of tools and techniques of what you can do 
when you are a highly sensitive person. And I also want to speak about my own experience because I was not always aware that I'm a highly sensitive person. So please stay tuned for that. I, I don't want to promise, promise, but I'm trying really hard to bring out the Highly Sensitive People podcast in two weeks down the line. There's going to be a really cool podcast interview after this podcast with a good friend of mine, Megan. She is a dietitian and she speaks about how we can, how food basically influences our stress levels. So also a really cool topic. And yeah, I have a lot of really cool podcast guests coming up. I'm also speaking very soon with a friend of mine. He works for Headspace and he just did a 365 day challenge on meditating 10 minutes daily. And I'm going to interview him on that because I think you should all learn about this. And I think this is it. So keep in mind, I've said it so many times today, but keep in mind, stress management is a skill that you can learn. It will take time. It will not happen overnight, but you can do it. I am so grateful that you are listening to me. I'm so grateful that you're following me. Thank you so much for all of the ratings on my podcast. Thank you so much for all of the comments and the follows on my YouTube channel and on my Instagram channel. I am forever, forever grateful for you. Take care of yourself and have a wonderful day. Talk to you soon with gratitude, Julia. If you enjoyed this episode, I would be extremely happy and grateful if you could leave me a comment and a 5-star rating. If you know someone who would benefit from the information I talked about today, please feel free to share it with them, no matter if it is your friends, your colleagues and or your family members. You will always find all links and a summary of the podcast in the show notes. It would be great if we could connect on Instagram or via email. You can find all details of how to find me in the show notes as well. In that way, you can also send me any questions that you might have. And as I mentioned, I also have a wonderful YouTube channel now where you can post comments and questions. So please reach out. I'm glad you're listening to this podcast. Thank you so much for your trust. With gratitude, Julia.